0: G'day guys, welcome to this episode of Aussie English, where today I'm going to be explaining for you the expression to drive someone nuts. Let's go. So, in today's episode, as I mentioned, we're going to be talking about the expression to drive someone nuts, to drive someone nuts, and it also has other forms to drive someone crazy or to drive someone bonkers. So, drive someone nuts, drive someone crazy, drive someone bonkers. So let's just define these words as usual, guys. To drive, in this instance, to drive means to cause someone to be something or to become something, often talking about emotions. And the words nuts, bonkers, or crazy has Two kinds of meanings, literally. They mean to sort of be mentally deranged, so if someone's nuts, if someone's bonkers, if someone's crazy, it means that they are mentally deranged, insane, crazy nuts, bonkers. But it also has the figurative meaning of to be incredibly angry, irritated, or annoyed. So they're not literally mentally insane, they're figuratively angry, annoyed, or irritated. So. For the whole phrase, to drive someone nuts, to drive someone crazy, to drive someone bonkers, the literal meaning would be to cause someone to be or to become insane mentally unstable, so you could literally drive someone to the point of insanity. You could drive them nuts, you could drive them crazy, you could drive them bonkers. But then figuratively it means that you are annoying them a lot, you are really irritating them to the point of getting them to be incredibly angry. So if they were to sort of snap, if they were to sort of get really angry and burst out and yell at you all of a sudden, you could say you drove them nuts, you drove them crazy, you drove them bonkers. So let's go through some examples. Imagine that you have a really annoying neighbor, a neighbor that's got a dog, a dog that barks, roof, 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 all night long, all night long, every night. And this has happened to me in the past, where for five nights I couldn't get to sleep. I couldn't have a good night's sleep because the neighbor's dog would just keep barking, keep yowling, keep howling, keep scratching at the door to try and get inside the house. It was just constantly making noise, and it drove me nuts. It drove me bonkers, it drove me crazy. I was, I was going crazy, I was going nuts, I was going bonkers because of this stupid dog that would make so much noise at night, it would bark and bark and bark, and I couldn't sleep. So, the fact that this dog was making all this noise and preventing me from being able to sleep was driving me nuts, it was driving me bonkers, it was driving me crazy. It was driving me insane. So that's example number one. Example number two, uh, imagine that you have a overbearing mother. An overbearing mother. So, if you guys have seen the show Everyone Loves Raymond, you'll know that he and his family live across the road from his parents and his older brother. And the mother always just shows up. She always comes over. She always opens the door and walks in uninvited and is just constantly there. And she's overbearing. And to be overbearing would just be like to always be in your face, to be constantly just wearing you down and always there, always annoying you. More lightly though, if it's overbearing. So if you've got an overbearing mother, it's kind of like she's always caring for you. She's always there and you're just like, ugh, mum, please just stop. Stop being so overbearing. So, imagine you've got a really annoying mother like that. It may not be that she's annoying in a bad way, but she's overbearing. She's constantly in your face. She's constantly there. She's constantly wanting to do things for you, talk to you, see your kids every single day. You could say, the fact that my mother lives across the road and is always here and is so overbearing is driving me crazy. She drives me crazy. Uh, The fact that she's over at my house every day drives me nuts. The fact that she is so overbearing drives me bonkers. So she drives me nuts, she drives me crazy, she drives me bonkers. Although I love her to bits. I love my mum to bits, but in this case, if she was to do this, it would probably drive me crazy pretty quick. Drive me nuts. A third example could be that you are trying to have a barbie with your family. So imagine that they have... Brought over a whole bunch of meat, they've brought over some snags, some sausages to chuck on the barbie, they've brought over some lamb chops, some prawns, and prawns is what we say in Australia, we don't call them shrimps. Prawns, a shrimp in Australian English is a very small, small prawn, so a big prawn like the crustacean. Um, And imagine you've, you've set up the barbie, you've got the snags, the lamb chops, the chicken, the prawns, all the veggies, everything on the barbie cooking away. And as you've done that, you've sat around the table on the deck, on the balcony, the wooden structure at the back of your house in your backyard to hang out with your family. Maybe you've poured some nice fine wine, you've had some, some beers opened, and as soon as you guys have sat down and started to talk, The mozzies have shown up the mozzies have shown up and what are the mozzies mozzies is an English or an Australian English slang term for mosquitoes You know those little insects that suck your blood they land on you bite you and you get really itchy as a result They make that really annoying noise That that drives you nuts so you're sitting there waiting for the meat to cook, you're outside, you're thinking it's a beautiful summer night, I'm going to enjoy some some nice beers, some drinks with my folks, and my family, my friends. And then the mozzies show up and they're just everywhere. There's mosquitoes all over the place. They're landing on all of you, the mozzies are biting you, you're all itching. It's so unpleasant that obviously you can't just keep sitting outside because of the mozzies, because they're everywhere. And you are going to be forced inside, you could just say, the mozzies are driving me nuts, they're driving me insane, they're driving me crazy, they're driving me bonkers, they're effing mozzies, the frickin' mozzies, they're driving us nuts. And you could say this in the figurative sense of, they're making me angry, they're making me annoyed, they're making me really frustrated and irritated that would be the figurative sense of being driven nuts of being driven crazy of being driven insane or bonkers but then also if you were say locked in a room with mosquitoes and you could never sleep and they were always biting you you were every time you tried to close your eyes you heard that annoying ee- noise and you literally did go insane that would be the literal sense of being driven nuts, crazy, bonkers, insane, by the mosquitoes. So, that would be, yeah, you were literally went crazy if you were forced to endure that for a long time. So, they're the examples, guys. I hope you understand now how to use the phrase to drive someone nuts or to be driven nuts by something. As well as the synonyms to drive someone crazy, to be driven crazy, to drive someone bonkers, to be driven bonkers, or to drive someone insane, or to be driven insane by something. So as usual, we'll go through a substitution exercise here, guys. And I've set this example up to imagine that you are at the barbecue with all these mozzies. So there's all these mozzies there driving you bonkers, driving you nuts driving you crazy. And we're going to use some swear words in this one just to change it up so that you can practice emphasising the fact that you are really, really being driven crazy, nuts or bonkers. So, we're going to substitute the word nuts in for crazy, again, so you can associate these words with meaning the same thing. And we're going to insert the word fucking at the start. So, the sentence is going to be, these fucking mozzies are driving me crazy. And then I'll get you to substitute in nuts for crazy, and the sentence will become, these fucking mozzies are driving me nuts. And we'll conjugate through the different pronouns, me, you, him, her, us, and them. So, just to discuss the swearing here, guys, it is the kind of thing that you would do in a very informal situation where you knew the people incredibly well. And it's not so much that you're insulting a person when you say this out loud, but because you are using this language, it can be offensive if the person is... incredibly proper or it is a formal situation. So, it is the kind of thing that I would use maybe just around my family, if they were okay with swearing around friends who swear a lot or are okay with swearing and or if I was incredibly, incredibly frustrated by these mosquitoes. So, I'm swearing about the mosquitoes. If I say these fucking mozzies, it's the mosquitoes that I am directly kind of swearing at or about. It's not a person. So, anyway, that's a bit of context to how the swearing is being used in this phrase. Let's go!
1: These fucking mozzies are driving me crazy. These fucking mozzies are driving me nuts. These fucking mozzies are driving you crazy. These fucking mozzies are driving you nuts. These fucking mozzies are driving him crazy. These fucking mozzies are driving him nuts. These fucking mozzies are driving her crazy. These fucking mozzies are driving her nuts. These fucking mozzies are driving us crazy. These fucking mozzies are driving us nuts. These fucking mozzies are driving them crazy. These fucking mozzies are driving them nuts.
0: So I guess a few more things to cover here too about the swearing, guys. You'll notice there when you go back over it that I really, really emphasize the the first syllable of fucking. Like I really go and then let it just fucking come out, so it's fucking you'll You'll hear that quite a lot in English, whenever someone swears in a sentence, they usually put the emphasis on the swear word, and obviously, in this case, the first syllable of the swear word. So, I say, these fucking mozzies are driving me nuts. I wouldn't say, these fucking mozzies are driving me nuts, or these fucking mozzies is driving me nuts. It's, these fucking mozzies are driving me nuts. One thing to mention here too, I would probably avoid listening to this on loudspeaker around other people, so I would definitely make sure that this is in your ears. It's probably a bit too late to say that now at the end of the podcast, but if you listen to this again, make sure that the headphones are in your ears and that other people can't hear this, as people can be offended when they overhear swearing that may not even be necessarily directed at them or have anything to do with them, but if they overhear swearing, people sometimes can be offended. So, that's just one more thing to be aware of. And it's the same kind of thing if you were to be having a conversation with someone, even if you have an informal relationship with that person, they're your best friend, you swear all the time. If you were, say, on a bus or on a train or on a tram or in public and there were other people around, Even if you're used to swearing with that person, at least for me, that is when I would probably tone down the kind of language I would use in a conversation with them because other people can hear the conversation and may not necessarily want to hear me saying fucking or other other swear words like that. So, again, that's just one more thing to be aware of. Go over this exercise and listen out for where I emphasize the sentence and I say it on the fuck at the start of fucking. And just be cautious of using this in public and using this in conversations. I always say the rule, if in doubt, go without. Don't swear, you don't need to swear, but if you hear someone using it in kind of a private situation with you, where it's just the two of you speaking and they use a swear word, then obviously it's okay to use the same swear word or the same kind of language in the same context as that person. Yeah, I hope you don't mind me teaching you how to swear like this, guys. I do think that it is an important part of English because whether or not not you at the end of the day decide to use these swear words, you are going to hear them, whether it's on TV, at the cinemas, whether it's when you overhear other people's conversations, or whether it's when you have conversations with other natives themselves. Swearing in English is definitely something that is incredibly common and it just adds a bit of flavour to your language when you learn how to do it. And you can't learn how to do it without actively thinking about it, talking about it, and then practising it. So, I hope you've enjoyed this episode, guys, and I'll see you in the next one. Peace out. All the best.